Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to the basketball show on New Zealand Radio Sport. A couple of minutes late tonight, sorry, it's rushing around, trying to get things done. This is just a little side hobby, so if I had a whole crew of people, I'm sure it would be much more professional, but anyway, here we are for the basketball show. So we're right in the middle of the playoffs, um, so most of the chat tonight will be around the NBA playoffs. Um, there'll be quite a bit of video footage as well. Um, because we don't get a lot of that on our TV. We might get 10 seconds of Stephen Adams and a couple of game-winning shots, but not a lot of basketball. So you're in the right place to see some basketball. Uh, firstly, we'll just look at yesterday's results. We'll bring that up on screen. So we've had... Um, some close series and some whitewashes. So yesterday the Celtics beat the Sixers to take out that series 4-0. So Celtics are through to the next round. We had a really good game between the Clippers and the Mavs. Luca hit an absolute amazing game winner. We'll get to that shortly. We've got a bit of footage for you there. Also the Raptors beat the Nets in a very high-scoring game. And I've actually got a stat about that game there. So that was the first time that a team has had 100 points scored off the bench. So the Raptors bench players combined for, I think it was exactly 100 points there. You can see Serge Barker. He was an Oklahoma City Thunder player Five or six years ago, started with Durant and Russell Westbrook. So he's still doing pretty well. He's, he's getting on in his career now. But an integral part of that Raptors team who won the title last year. And they're looking pretty strong again. This year, they weren't talked up, obviously, losing Kawhi Leonard as to being one of the genuine contenders for the title. But after beating the Nets 4-0, and admittedly the Nets team has down a couple of the really key players, but that's still 4-0, so they'll move on to the next round. 
We also had an amazing game between the Nuggets and the Jazz yesterday. Another good stat for you. The first time in NBA playoff history that two players, each one on each opposing team, or just two players, have scored 50 points in a playoff game. Jamal Murray there and Donovan Mitchell. So that was Donovan Mitchell's second 50-point game of that series. And he's... Um, and they were the youngest pairing. So there's been six pairs to score 50 points in NBA games. That's regular season included. Those two are the youngest pair to do it. Donovan Mitchell, I believe, is only 21. I think Jamal Murray is 22. So those two guys have obviously got huge futures ahead of them. That Nuggets Jazz series has actually gone the other way, I thought the Nuggets would probably take it out. And they still might, but it's 3-1 to the Jazz. Probably, yeah, against expectation with the Nuggets taking out the first game quite comfortably, even though Donovan scored, I think it was 60 points in that game, 63 points or something. So, yeah, Nuggets fans, you've got to be a little bit afraid right now. But Mavs and the Clippers is now tied at 2-0, and we'll just show a bit of the footage from that game. Um, about got some of the key moments of that game, and obviously Luca's amazing game winner. So we'll get into that now. There he is, professional score. Lou Williams throws it up. It goes. Clip is doing a good job staying in that zone. Klebus with a nice move. Finney Smith with the pass. And Maxi Kleber with a left hand. <laughs> you know what? That may be a sign of. He may be losing it. Because <laughs> that's what I did. Like, you're trying to do the comb over. You're trying to do it. Doncic misses. Curry pulls up, knocks it down. By the way, his best man at the wedding was Steph Curry. Dacic with a rebound. Trying to draw the foul on Green. Continues all the way, coast to coast, off the glasses. Game nine. Reggie Jackson hoists up a three. That's good. Dacic daring him to shoot. Now Williams gets into the paint, kicks it out in the corner. Leonard for three. That's good. Now. Lou Williams, what a shot. Paul George, nice crossover, kicks it out. Shamit is open. Shamit hits. Doncic on the drive, falls back, shot is short, gets his own rebound. The putt back, he banks it home. Jackson out of control. Doncic stripped and stolen by Lou Williams, and he banks home the follow. Hardaway fires up a three. That's good. Hardaway from down. Long rebound deflected. Reggie Jackson trying to save it. He does to Leonard. Leonard sets, fires, bang! Kawhi Leonard from downtown. And it's a two-point game. Dallas has won. Both teams in the penalty. Leonard drives on Kleber. Jump shot is good. Once again, Leonard on the pull-up jumper. Won't go. Rebound and a quick timeout. Shot clock. Now it's six. Burke on the drive, the runner blocked by Leonard, reject. 
Maxi Kleber with the task of trying to guard Kawhi Leonard. Line drive, jumper. Use that strength. Spins on Jackson. Layup. It's good. Go. 40 points. Gilchrist is on him. Makes his move. Gets into the paint. Stops. Kicks it out. Moore's a corner three. Puts it in. Marcus. Finney Smith the inbound. Back to Doncic. Doncic pulls up. Three-pointer. Bang! Bang! It's good. Doncic wins the game at the buzzer. Let's go. Yeah, how good was that? And I've just got a Luka Doncic stat here from the game. So he had 43 points, 13 rebounds, and sorry, 17 rebounds and 13 assists. He is the first guy in the postseason, so NBA playoff history, to score 40 points, um, hit the game winner, and have a triple a 40 point triple double and hit the game winner. Russell Westbrook is the only other person to do it, and he did it in the regular season against the Nuggets three years ago, two or three years ago. So a great game there from Luca. Now we'll just look at some of today's results. Bring those up on the screen. Today, the, the Bucks have beat the Magic quite convincingly. And the Magic beat us, the Bucks in the first game of that series, which was quite a surprise. I thought of any of the games in the East, that was probably the most likely to be a sweep. But that one is now at 3-1. So the Bucks, you know, looking pretty likely to win that series. Had the Heat beat the Pacers and... Last week, I actually said it's probably going to be a close series and Pacers will probably win that series, but Pacers are out, 4-0. Um, yeah, a bit of a surprise. TJ Warren, who was amazing in the bubble before the playoffs, he disappeared quite a bit in that series. There was a bit of chat about his um, him and Jimmy Butler having a bit of beef. So, yeah, I guess Jimmy Butler got the better of him and he did have a pretty good series, Jimmy Butler. So he's got the last laugh there. Pacers are out. And today we also had the Lakers and the Blazers play. LeBron had a really good game um, from three-point land especially, which is unusual for him. He's not a great three-point shooter. And Damian Lillard went off with, a, I think, an ankle injury. So it's not looking good for the Blazers. After winning the first game, they're now down 3-1. So, that, yeah, that series is looking like the Lakers are going to take that out. Very few teams come back from 1-3 to win a series. Famously, the Warriors did that against the Thunder in the Eastern Conference Finals. Sorry, Western Conference Finals a few years ago. And then the Cavs beat the um, and that same year, the Cavs beat the Warriors after being down 3-1. Quite a famous series. And then, again, quite famously, Kevin Durant decided it was a good idea to join the Warriors the next year. And then they w went on to win a couple more titles. So unlikely for the Blazers to come back from that deficit. And today, the Thunder drew level in that series against the Rockets. I also said last week I was... 
picking the Thunder to beat the Rockets in that series. I think with Russell Westbrook out, it's just too much work for the Rockets. But then they went up 2-0 in that series and was getting a bit scared there. But Thunder have come back strong in the last couple of games. And we've got some footage here of the last two games between the Thunder and the Rockets. So, yeah, I'll let you enjoy some of the best action of those couple of games. Tucker trying to stay with Chris Paul, lost the control. Harden on the break. Count it and one on the punch. They can afford to rest him a little bit. Time winding down here in the quarter. Schroeder, whistle, foul, count it. Jeff Green pleading for an offensive foul. He slipped the screen, got inside on Tucker. That's a favorable matchup, and they can lay up. Thunder can get it down to two. Chris Paul steaming downhill, gets the layup. And the Thunder really turned it around. They were terrible early. Robert Covington. Actually, he's doing one heck of a job. Really moved his feet, as you said. That's going to be the third foul on Tucker. Chris Paul hits the three. And here comes Oklahoma City up by one now. Gilgis Alexander from deep. Houston's missed its last nine in a row. Schroeder got it. Yeah, see those small guards. Fires the three. And good block out by P.J. Tucker. Quick hit ahead. Jeff Green, room service at the other end. Boy, Chris Paul. Was that a drill? Nine on the shot clock. A couple of jab steps and Gordon on the drive-by and says it with his chest. Eric Gordon got Chris Paul with the mid-range, got to his spot and made it count. Bigger and stronger Adams. Why doesn't he try to punish him on the box? Didn't even look at the basket. No. They get one out of Behind the Adams screen, cleared the path, and Schroeder took advantage. Had some good moments this year. First-year player. With the left hand, Dennis Schroeder. Led all players in a regular season scoring off the bench. Harden spins into wow. door. Great defense. They've been so good when they've moved the ball. At least forced one closeout, one rotation. What a big, that is a big. Nice hesitation move by Gordon. Gilgis Alexander with the mid-range. This time it's Jeff Green. He's connected from deep today. This one a little bit strong. House with the rebound. Nice move underneath and got the layup to Gilgis Alexander playing him straight up. Green lets the three fly. Got it! Jeff. Harden pulling his way to the bucket. <laughs> That's pretty physical. Three-point lead. Jeff Green getting downhill. Green with a punch. What a game for Jeff Green. This is a... Schroeder gets it back, stares down Harden, fires, got it. What Mike D'Antoni's doing with having Jeff Green bring the ball up. Well, I like it there because he was going to get, he thought he got a shot for, for James Harden. And that was his first three on four attempts. Chris Paul to the basket. That's too easy if you're huge. Make House put it on the Both deck, he doesn't. Nice D. Chris Paul inside again, Adams. Gets this one to fall, and they get another easy one, Doris. It's a one-point game. 
that's going to be a foul on Chris Paul. Yeah. I mean, he was, there was a lot of contact both ways. And James Harden, that right shoulder that was bothering him at the half, he just fell on that, Mark. Yeah, he did. And double foul call uh, on I that. I think double would have been the right thing to do. And look at this. Another collision. Players hit the court again. Goes out of bounds. It must have been tough. See if it was touched by anybody. Oh, did Adams? Did Adams' fingertips? Adams got a piece. Did Adams? Because the way he went after. Dort sets a screen on Jeff Green for Paul. Harden switches on to him. Paul gets to the bucket for the lead. Gilgis Alexander got it. The thunder. He misses, and Schroeder gets the rebound. Dort rejects it. A double screen. Paul gets around Harden. Reverse layup. Oh, it rims up. Harden staring him down. So this game went to overtime. Man, with that Schroeder, the preferred matchup offensively. Green has been great defensively. Shot clock down to six for Chris Paul. The three coming and falling. Chris Paul has been the best player in the clutch this year, which means the last five minutes of the game when the game's within five points. And again, Chris Paul has showed his quality in overtime in this game. Gilgis Alexander, Dort inside. To nothing. A deficit no team in a seven-game series has ever overcome. Mike D'Antoni is knocking in shots. There you go. <laughs> Chris Paul down the lane. Oh. You know, he's on the Rockets. Harden rattling in the three. It's Houston's biggest lead at six. Great start to the third quarter for the Rockets. Oh, Gordon. Hanging in tougher for this Houston Rockets team to put the ball through the net. Gordon step back. And how about three for the Rockets? Seven of seven. And Chris Paul finally ends the skip. Covington inside. That draw and kick. Eight for eight are the Rockets. 34% as a team during the year. They, they make up for it in volume. And Chris Paul answers for it down. Even though he's the younger player, he may be the stronger player because he has lower body. He's being a lower body. Chris Paul gets his legs right there in that rhythm jump shot. Again, off a main basket, mm -mm. a run. Oklahoma City started 7 of 12 on threes. They're 0 for their last 12. Baisley ends that. And that's when Harden was sitting. And Noel. Batting that back out, Chris Paul flipping it up and in the field goal and the foul. Of Chris Paul, along with Adam Silver and Michelle Roberts. Well, the Rockets led by 15. It's down to four as Noel got step back three is flat. Chris Paul with the rebound. Three seconds to work with. At one, Schroeder to end the quarter. Now you got an opportunity in the fourth quarter on the bookend to close it out and win this quarter. That's one thing you're going to have. He's just playing off the ball this possession as Covington hits that three. Now, 21 made threes. The end. Three of 18 on threes since that point in the game. And? 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 and, and they now trail. The whole game, that's amazing. Gallinari, deep two. And so here comes OKC. Shooting over the top. We're getting to the basket. Well, Lou Dort has Harden 8 of 21 from the field. As Daniel House. Well, I'm going to say it's easy, but you were able to get a two inside. But then conversely, on the opposite end of the court, you allow Lou Dort, who's been tasked with guarding him all night. And Harden right to the rim. And Houston's got the lead. Got again. a catch and shoot.
A lost possession right there for the Rockets. Chris Paul gets around Harden all the way to the rim. CP3 puts the Thunder back up. Green down the lane, flipping it up in response. Just one off. Chris Paul, mid-range jumper. Two-point conversions to kind of stay with the have a chance to close out this fourth quarter with the W. Harden hitting a three. And this is 4% free thrower. And he rims the first one in. Now, if you miss the first one short, do you feel better on the second one? They'll get it into Daniel House. He thought about that three. Jeff Green will launch the three. Rim that out. Series in the Western Conference. So how about OKC? They even things at two apiece. That three thrown in at the end will actually go to replay to make sure it counts. Fouling James Harden. Now, so here we see a little Westbrook was going to be a factor in this attitude game. battle, I guess. Here with Russell going Westbrook and the last time James Harden for seven years, and it got a little spicy back and forth. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like one of my good friends when they ruined one of my Cuban cigars. Even though we're really close, I'm like, you know what I mean? We could be good friends, but something in between those plays, that timeout between the two kind of ticked somebody off. I don't know if it was Russell first saying something or Steven, but I'd like to find out what the conversation was all about. How was that, eh? Thunder back in it. Two all. So I'm sticking with my theory that the Thunder are going to take that series out. Russell Westbrook was practicing before the game and he, he did look pretty good. He was pretty explosive and wasn't holding back particularly. So who knows? Russ may be back for game five, which I think, you know, we, we Thunder probably doesn't want that. Uh, there was moments where the Rockets lacked a lot of options on the fence. Basically, they, as they say, live or die by the three. So putting up a lot of three-pointers. And there was one stage at the start of the third quarter, they hit eight consecutive three-pointers. But then after that, they hit something like four from the next 25 attempts. And they shot an NBA record. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was 64, 64 three-pointers in the game, which is unbelievable. There was guys 20 years ago who were great NBA players who probably didn't shoot 64 three-point you know, goals in their careers. So, yeah, it can work for them. Obviously, the, the first couple of games, um, the role players on the team – all contributed a lot more. And hopefully the Thunder take out that series. The guards in the Thunder have been really good. Scheigel, Chris Alexander, Chris Paul, and then Schroeder coming off the bench. Schroeder had a huge game today, scored 30 points off the bench. So with Chris Paul, Shy and Schroeder all, Dennis Schroeder all playing together, um, with Stephen Adams and Gallinari, 
those five players are actually the best combination of five players in the whole competition um, in terms of their for and against stats. That's the best statistically, the best five team, best five players playing together. So Stephen Adams has, has been a quieter than I would have hoped in this series. He, he hasn't had a lot to do in terms of scoring. It's like sometimes when he's got a little ankle injury, which he has come back from, you can sort of see he's lacking a bit of confidence with his footwork in the post. And he, he's at the moment, he's really a, a pass-first player instead of, you know, there's, and when you know he's really fit, he's doing a lot more post moves. He'll you know, back up against smaller guys and he's playing against smaller guys. Houston Rockets are playing small ball. Their centres, I think six, six, eight, six, nine, the size of their centres, playing against Steve, who's a seven-footer. So he should have quite a bit of size advantage and he has been rebounding well. But, yeah, hopefully, Steve, if, if there is a bit of a niggle there, he comes back. Um. I've got uh, I've got some stats uh, for you now because um, you you said uh, not to quote you on the um, <laughs> on that because I thought so I thought I'd bring it up. So here's the uh, the, the 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 stats from uh, that game today, and we'll see here that um, the Rockets made fifty eight um, three pointers, fifty eight, yeah. which is still, as you say, a uh, a lot um, of, uh, of 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 I'm just trying, trying to get the, a bigger screen there for us a bit. Coming down then to the um, uh, the, thunder, the Thunder Point. And as you say, Schroeder coming off the bench, 30 points to lead the team. It's it's, it's unusual, isn't it, for the, for the bench, for your, your bench player to come on and actually lead the scoring? Yeah, well, Dennis Schroeder is the um, probably the favourite this year to be sixth man of the year. So basically the sixth man of the year is the best bench player in the, in the competition. So often if you've got a really good six man, they lead that second unit when they come on and he they take the bulk of the scoring. So he has been one of the, the best six men this year. So, yeah, it's not that usual for a guy on the bench to lead the scoring. But if you've got a really good six man, generally their role is just to come on and score when your first unit's taken a bit of a rest. Um, the uh, and I, I, I did see a headline. I, I'm, I'm not a big basketball person. But I saw a headline say, suggesting that uh, maybe Steve Adams would uh, get less game time because um, they are up against a, a small team, and that actually the, the small team or the, the, the short yeah. guys have been doing well. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard to defend against a small, quick team when you're seven foot and you know not not so fast guarding the small guys. So he. He has been at times a bit of a liability against smaller teams, so he does get benched against those smaller lineups. Um, I think bigger men can dominate small when they don't have, you know, the big guy. They can just dominate in that paint. But Steve just isn't quite that that guy at the moment, and I think it might be a confidence thing. So he probably will. Um, and today, I think he played 26, 28 minutes, as opposed to. Most of the starters are paying, playing about 35, 40 minutes. So, yep, yep, spot on. Yeah, 26 minutes. Yeah, and you say, um, yep. yeah, Dort, so, 
and it, and it all depends on who they play next. And then if they do make it through to the next series, who they're playing will dictate um, whether you know how much game time he plays. And because his free throw shooting isn't that great, I think he's his um, percentage this year is about sixty percent. So that make, means he only makes six out of ten free throws. So often in the crunch time of a game, people will foul that player who's not a very consistent free throw shooter because they know if they're only shooting 50% from the line, they're only going to make one point from that play as opposed to make, maybe making two or three. So there has been teams in the past who have fouled Stephen on purpose just to make him go to the line and, and shoot. Cool. And I'll just get you to bring up um, the, the bracket there. I just one question on the on, on the on the bracket. Um, we've seen that uh, three sides from the east have swept, but no one from the west. Um, I guess question for you there: Do, do you think those the uh, the fewer games they've had to play early on will help them come uh, perhaps the finals time? Yeah, obviously they get a lot more rest. They they'll get depending on how long the other series go. Um, they might get four, five, six, seven days off. So they, they should come back nice and fresh. Whereas, um, you know, the, well, the Bucks are probably likely to win that next game. So they're still fresh. Whereas, I mean, if, if it gets down to the finals and one team's played 10 games less than the other team, there probably is quite a lot less fatigue because it is, they are playing every second day. And, you know, generally... There's 82 games in a season. I think this year there's 60-something. So they are playing a lot of games. Um, so, yeah, that, that Magic and Bucks series, um, the winner of all that will go against the Heat. Really looking forward to the Celtics and the Raptors. That should be a really, really good series. Really can't pick. I've really liked the Celtics for the last couple of years, um, especially of Kemba Walker. And I've got a really awesome Kemba Walker stat. So Kemba Walker was with the Hornets for a number of years. He's now won three, sorry, four playoff games with the um, Celtics. But in the previous... Previous eight years... With Charlotte, he only won three playoff games. So he's won four in a week. <laughs> and he won three in eight years on his previous team. So he's he's great fit for that team. Kimber Walker and, and Tatum there uh, lead that team. They're really young and they've had potential, but they've just been a bit young. So this really could be the year. But, I mean, the, the Toronto Raptors have been fantastic. They're in the West, um, the Lakers and the Blazers. Obviously, the Lakers are probably going to go through that one. We'll be playing either the Rockets or the Thunder. And I think Steve is going to get a lot of game time in that series. He'll need to against Anthony Davis. The big man is really dominant there for the Lakers, so they'll need Steve to guard him in the post. Uh, the, the Jazz, 3-1 up against the Nuggets. And the 
Clippers to all with the Mavs. I think the Clippers are still going to get through that series. Um, Pozengas didn't play the last game, another star on the Mavs, and Luca just had a really good game. So I'm picking probably this time next week will be the Clippers and probably be the Jazz. It's just too hard for the Nuggets to come back from 3-1 down. So we're probably looking at the Jazz Clippers, Lakers, and I really want to say, okay, see, I'm gunning for them. And just before we finish the show, there's just one more video. Um, so this is the game between the Nuggets and the Utah Jazz, where Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray both scored 50 points. We just got a bit of footage the last few minutes of that game, and that'll take the show out for tonight. Uh, we might only have a little chat for a while while that downloads. I've uh, not yes, quite got that one. Uh, that, was, got that, one. that was a bit of a last-minute one there. <laughs> um, so has there been any other questions there, Paul? Um, I mean, so I, not really a question, but um, uh, but Simon makes the, the comment there that the, the, the Western Conference is a better conference. Now, is, is it is it the stronger conference and more competitive? Um, and are we just seeing that it's weak sides in the East that's allowing sweeps? Or how, how or is... Uh... Yeah, well, the West has been the dominant conference for a very long time. Um, even back in Michael Jordan's day, the Western Conference was stronger. Michael Jordan and the Bulls, obviously, on, in the East. But it was really a fight every year for who was going to win the West and then who went up against Michael Jordan and lost. But generally stronger. It's been a lot stronger, especially the last five or ten years. LeBron James has had a really easy run. That's why he's made so many final series, because he's been in the East. And he's formed basically the last ten years. He's had his own teams that he's formed um, to to be the most dominant team. You know, he's he's got his mates in to join him. Um, and so he's but had a bit of a free run. So I really think the nine final series he's been in has been quite inflated because he has been in the weaker conference. And he he swept some semi-final series 4-0. You know, you shouldn't be sweeping a semi-final series 4-0, but that just showed the competition was a lot weaker over there in the East. Cool. Well, we've uh, got that video now, so we can uh, head over to that. Um, the sorry, what, what was the, uh, the the video, last video to finish off? Cool. And that'll be me for this week. And we'll be back next week with more footage on the basketball show. Cheers, Paul. Uh, I've just realised I forgot to include audio. Sorry, folks. I just bring it up with audio this time. Um, otherwise, uh, you'd had it in silence. Probably had enough of me talking. So. Open every night here. In the NBA bubble, Murray gets a friendly bounce. Just a scoring machine right now. If you ask him, but I'll tell you what, no better feeling to step back three in the bubble for the win. Clarkson figures now his second made three. Mitchell all the way in. Here's Porter again. He's feeling it, and he rattles that one home. Michael Porter Jr. hits his first three of the night. And it's a five-point game. Two for a dollar. You hate to give a three-point shooter another a second consecutive look off of an offensive rebound. Totally flipped. The offensive rebounds and the second chance points. Oh, oh bear! Strong two-handed jam. And a three-point Utah lead. 
Under four minutes to go in this fourth quarter. Codley lets Gobert clear some space, and Codley scores it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Trailing by five. Murray's had a monster game. Here's Jokic for three. Big hit for the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic delivers a three ball, and it's a two-point game now. Jokic with 25. It's his third made three. Jeremy Grant checking Mitchell. The screen go bare. Here's Mitchell now. Pull up from the free throw line. He's got it. Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. You cannot get here tonight. Mitchell will get it organized. Shot clock down to four. Mitchell has Millsap on him. He'll pull a three. And he hits a three. And returns the stare down. Donovan Mitchell. A clutch three-pointer for the Jazz. In the pick-and-roll action, he's been hot. You need to keep milking him and let him get in that pick-and-roll with Jokic. Jokic turns the corner all the way in. Dunk number three of the night for Nikola Jokic. Timeout or on the offensive play. Mitchell to make it a two-possession game. He does so. A perfect night from the charity strike. 14 in a row for Donovan Mitchell. He's got 48 points now. Four-point game. Let's see if Murray wants to put up a three. Working with Jokic. Murray goes to the hole. Murray hangs. Murray can't get it to go. O'Neal with a big rebound. And now fouls come. Monte Morris gets Mitchell back to the line. He goes at a defensive stand for the Jazz. I get that Murray is the spot in game four. No announcer jinx. I can see that look of caution in your eyes about that. First time opposing players have gone for 45-plus in a playoff game. The history of the NBA, it hasn't happened. Mitchell and Murray. Mitchell's got 50. Murray with 45. Still a two-possession game. Twice it has happened that a player scored 50 in a playoff series. Isaiah and MJ have done it. Mitchell is the third to do it. You got a 16 consecutive free throws. And he's the only one that you should inbound with that reputation. And you need an opportunity to share the reputation. Well, you have an opportunity now being down 3 1 in the series. Uh, still a two possession game after Murray. 6.8 seconds left, and Mitchell makes it a five-point game. Denver's got to go quick. Murray hits a long one here. He'll have 50. He's sitting on 47. He'll pull the three. He's got the three. 50-point game, first time in history. Opponents score 50 apiece, but this one belongs to the Utah Jazz. as they ride. So pretty phenomenal scoring there. And just sorry, one more one more stat I prepared. So Paul George, playoff Paul, playoff P, as he likes to call himself. So he's really was a letdown in Oklahoma City there um, in the playoffs the last couple of years. He had a good reputation when he was with Indiana Pacers and they duelled with Miami Heat, LeBron's James team. But so this playoff series between the Mavs and the Clippers, Paul George has shot twenty from sixty nine. So he's the star player, him and um, Kawhi Leonard are the star players on that team. Six, 20 from 69, so he's shooting just under 30% from the field for that series. So I think the Clippers really need Paul George to step up if they're going to take that series out. 
Great. Thank you very much, Dan, for bringing us the, um, the basketball show this evening. Folks, don't forget to join us next Tuesday at 8 p.m. for the basketball show. Also, uh, you can join the morning sports briefing at 7 a.m. each morning, and I'm where I will bring you um, just the scores of the basketball. And obviously, this is your weekly basketball fix. So uh, thank you, Dan, again, and thank you, everyone, who's joined us um, for the show. Thanks, Paul. See you all next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.